me retrieve my little sad note <laughs> your crumpled piece of paper my love letter from under the front seat. i have a little piece of binder paper for my notes <laughs> this week because i cannot find my motherfucking notebook and highlighter that i use every week so. yeah i tore it up too and i couldn't find it i'll find it somewhere it's probably in my fucking house welcome to episode 108 hi we're back after a brief hiatus yeah thank you guys for being understanding Thank you. Um, I feel, you know, I feel really fucking guilty anytime we've had to postpone an episode. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get to it in a little while. But life, you know, hits us hard sometimes. And it, it was just one of those situations. My household has had a stomach bug. Ugh. Everybody been barfing but Mark. So it whooped our ass pretty tough. Yeah. Not fun. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back into rhythm. Yeah. And keep our momentum going. <laughs> it feels so weird when we yeah. don't. Like, and, you know, we really haven't even talked a lot in the last two weeks as we were sick. Mm-hmm. You know, you were dealing with your stuff. And I texted her a couple of days ago and I was like, I miss you guys. I miss all three of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, it feels weird when we don't do our I, weekly shit. I know. It throws me off, but, you yeah. know, things happen. Um, I'm looking over my notes <clears throat> and I'm pissed because I left the fucking letter at home. But I want to know if you heard of this. Um, I opened my son's mail the other day because <laughs> oh. I'm that mom. Um, Hypothetically he, opened it. He didn't open it because, you know, whatever. It was on the table when he was there. He didn't fucking open it. So I opened it and I'm thinking it's a, like a letter from a collection agency. Uh-huh. No, it's from the U.S. government. And I'm reading it like, is this fake? And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it's like the something security something agency. And I want to say it's like the website. I forgot to go check, but it was like SSS.gov. And basically it's saying any mail by the time they turn 18 are required to register with, with the government. Uh, it would be for draft purposes, I think. That's what I was thinking. But it says something like, if you fail to do so, you won't be eligible for any government jobs, any government yep. grants, any this, any that, and like basically all these kind of penalties they yep. were describing. But it, how weird is that in 2020 for male sons? Like, how do you know, number one, that he identifies as male True. Um, you know, this it's just a weird thing for them to continue, I felt like. I definitely agree. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then, you know, there's um, like exemption boxes at the bottom that you could check off if you have a medical exemption. It looked very draftish. And I thought, he ain't doing no military shit, no way. Does he, does he have asthma or something? Yeah, he did as a kid. Put it on there. Um, yeah, but I was, of course, I'm a, you know, do whatever, but I was thinking this is fucking weird and i didn't know you know this this was i didn't know they still did that right right or 
why wouldn't it just they just automatically do it they have your social right you You have his driver's license info right with with the dmv you know what i mean so what is this how was he supposed to know he was supposed to go and register on this shit because us his parents don't had no fucking fucking idea yeah and i was thinking you know this is my only son so of course i didn't have no experience with this or any males turning 18 and having to do that right so i didn't know that that was like a thing I don't know. I'm going to look into it further because I was, you know, sometimes it could be something fake. I was yeah. thinking like, is this like a scam to get some info? Send but us then, $50 and you don't have to register. <laughs> send me your social and your right. fucking date of birth. But I was like, because it had a .gov web address, I yeah. was like, is it legit? Like, Probably is. I, weird. Look, definitely yeah. need to look into that way further. Fucking weird. Very that happened they're like we have ownership of your child yeah your your first male son or whatever <laughs> upon turning <laughs> you 18, owe us him you need to have him register so we could take him if we need him and steal oil what the fuck yeah that's fucking weird i don't like that Mm-mm. i found out that they make a cheese advent calendar <laughs> And they have meat ones. Nobody too. told me Hickory about this. Hickory Farms. Yeah, and hello. I, and I feel like if I don't get one next year, I'm canceling fucking. Christmas. <laughs> you're gonna eat it all in one day. I'm gonna you're buy not gonna six follow, of them. You're not gonna follow the rules at all. <laughs> no, you're gonna be eating four days at a time. And I'm really fucking upset. I wish I had a fucking cheese advent calendar. I I just it's not good for you to be eating cheese like that. I'm not gonna encourage it. So it. much or a cigarette one. I would take that. <laughs> Tobacco and cheese. Yeah, no, Hickory Farms, I think, makes one. Do they? You know that they always, yeah. every year, they make those big meat and cheese gift boxes With and a little stuff. jar of jam. Yeah, those. <laughs> do they do, um, they do meat advent calendars? I, I think I've seen one before, because I remember thinking, that's fucking gross. They're like, try this pork spleen. Have this salami. Have this dry salami on the third. <sighs> no, thank you. Um... Mm-mm. So one thing I found out was cool. I have a sister that works at Andronico's. It's a grocery store in Albany. I love Andronico's. Um, The one that she works at is like half Andronico's, half Safeway. It's mixed. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't know if it comes from the Andronico's side or the Safeway side, but she gets some hero pay. And I've never heard of a company doing that. And I thought that was really cool. It's a temporary thing. They're only getting a few weeks worth of it. But it's like an additional $5 on top. I just read that they're doing that for um, people still working in grocery stores. Okay. You're cutting me off. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) On episode 108, we're going to start doing this? I don't know if uh, all grocery stores get it. Do they? (laughs) I, well, I just read that it's something that they're going to start doing. So, But Andronico's is pretty cool, and um, they probably did it ahead of everybody So else. I don't know. It, it is a temporary thing, so she was complaining that they're only getting, like, a few weeks' worth of it. That's fucked um, up. But I thought that was hella cool, and it's $5 on top of their usual hourly pay. That is that's solid. fucking awesome. Yeah, I think that's solid. So I was like, yeah, shout out to them because that's hella cool that y'all even fucking Definitely. get that. I'll take it. They need to continue that a little longer, though. Yeah, anybody that has an essential job, I think, needs yeah. to get hero pay. Definitely. And that's cute that they call it hero pay. Yeah, it so, is. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to share that. I was happy about I that. I like that. Uh, my mom got the vaccine. 
Oh, really? <gasps> she got it Saturday. Oh, God. How's she feeling? Fine. She has no side effects. And, okay. you know, she's considered high risk because yeah. she's 63, asthma, allergies, and yeah. her weight. Um, no side effects. I have two other nurse friends that they got it. Okay. A friend's grandma got it last Friday. Okay. None of them have had side effects. It, my mother's coworker that got it, she threw up a couple okay. times. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, uh, nobody I know that's took it so far has, um, so has I don't know effects. if you saw the videos. I was just talking to my sister about this the other day. Um, so there's one video circulating where they're giving it to like a medical worker, like a nurse or a doctor or something. And mm-hmm. the syringe is already plunged and it's empty. And they're the video, they're acting like they're giving it to Is them. Is it a demo and video? And they all clap. And No, it's like before the media. They're, they're like at a podium almost, like doing it before the media. And it's already plunged. And I I'm wonder looking. if they do that because of, um, you know how before you get a procedure, you have to sign a paper, even with Kaiser, that says, if we fuck up, you can't sue us. Yeah. You can't even record, like... Um, in the in the doctor's office and shit you can't record so i'm Mm -hmm. wondering if they do that to protect their asses in case they go to inject the vaccine and they fuck something up you know like hit the wrong spot but they're lying saying they're giving it to them so yeah that's what's beyond weird like yeah like we can't record it we can't well they do there are other people that have got it and really get it on you know before the media why do um, I don't understand doing that type of shit? Um, it, it's kind of like a groundbreaking ceremony, like a cut the ribbon type thing. That's how it was presented, like a celebration, like here we're, you know, at our facility, we're finally getting it or whatever. This mm. is some of the first people. So that video was concerning, right? Because it was like, why are they not really doing it? And they're trying to say that they are. Um, and then I said, oh, well, did you see the other video? A fucking nurse got it. And, you know, she got it and she went and spoke. I think she was the first person to get it. And she went and spoke, you know, at the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they said it was 15 minutes after she got it. And she's talking and she's like, yeah, I'm fine. You Falls know, I'm over. really Yes. I knew it. And they had to fucking pick her up and she really collapsed. And I was like, oh, God. So, I mean, um, people see shit like that, you know, when they get concerned. Yeah, also, the, the Bell's palsy thing. Did you read about that? Yeah. So uh, they said out of like, it was like 100,000 people or something that participated in the study. A lot. whatever. I don't know the exact number. Only like four people got Bell's palsy. It's very good odds. Um. People need to also understand it's a temporary thing. It, it's Bell's um, palsy is temporary. I did. I do know someone personally that wrote me, and I didn't know this, but he got it a year ago. And Bell's palsy. Yes, I have two friends. Luckily, he went to the emergency room right away, and they told him if you would have waited, it would have been permanent. But because he went right away and mm-hmm. got treated, it cleared up within days or something. But. Um, Typically, it's a temporary thing. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, you know, there's always going to be risks there that is. shouldn't deter people. I don't think. And they said because the technology in the COVID nineteen vaccine is not the same as what's been used in all the vaccines we've received our lives. They work. It works a totally different way. So. Yeah. Um. They said if you start feeling sick, like you know flu cold whatever symptoms covid mm-hmm. symptoms it is the vaccine working mm. um 
but if you do get it and you experience that shit, I would still, you know, go to the doctor and be like, yeah. hey, blah, blah, blah. My sister's like, absolutely not. I'm not getting it. My mom is like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not getting it. Like they, and I'm fine with that. I'm not arguing with anybody. No. Me personally, I'm down to get it. And I'm going to get it. And I might be down to get it like as soon as tomorrow you know what i mean like i as much drugs as i've done in my life and don't know what was in them you know how many fucking wieners i have fucking risked my life that's what i'm saying like we've taken some fucking chances Um, listen i eat fucking mcdonald's once in a while (laughs) i love coca-cola i live on red bulls and cigarettes I'm okay with fucking yeah. alter my DNA. Bitch. I saw Debbie the, yesterday or today. She said something like, I smoked a pack of Newports every day for years. She's like, I'm pretty good with the vaccine. Yeah. I'm like, get it. <laughs> I thought about it like the cocaine and the pills. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, we've taken some chances. Yes. I'm, I'm down to, to give it a try. Yeah, my mom was saying, you know, because she um, wasn't going to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. She did some more research on it. And she was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And she, um, after doing the research and reading about the technology and all that shit, she had said if and when we are presented with the chance yeah. to do it. Um, so I'm going to do it. I trust her knowledge um, yeah. also. I've always said that I was going to follow her on whatever she decided to do. Yeah. But just my own personal decision anyway, like I said, I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And, and I, I'm not mad at you if you don't want to get it. Right. You and know. I'm not going to, you know, hide from you or anything. I'm not. It's no. not that. Um, I am very fucking scared of getting it, though. Like, I can't see my oh, family. Yeah. My mom and them are like, we're feeling better. You know, you should come over on Christmas. And I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. And probably not even New Year's if you don't get tested. I'm hella scared of getting it. I am. I think my daughter, my of older COVID. daughter might have it. Yeah. Um, You know, she had symptoms, but... I don't know if she's going to get tested. I don't know what their feelings are and beliefs on that. Um, So I really don't know. Uh, You know, I text her today to find out like how she's feeling and shit. But I worry because my son is in that household. Excuse me. There's other kids in that household. And now I can't see them for Christmas. And that was what I was looking forward to most was being with them and my granddaughter. So I'm very upset that that's fucked up. But again i'm too scared of getting it so i cannot take no fucking chances you have to get a test same definitely i was just telling you i know someone whose aunt um got it and you know she's not super old super high risk she has fucking permanent liver damage from it you just don't it's so unpredictable so everybody's different right i know some people that had it twice and they were fucking fine yeah i know some people that got it once and were healthy people and are on a ventilator right now so um you know it's i feel like the more people i know the closer to home it's getting the more i'm getting fucking scared And the fact that, you know, my whole family, my whole, like, immediate family fucking has it, like, it it scares me a lot, so. Yeah, and my luck? I would be in the hospital. My fucking arms exactly. are going to fall off and exactly. shit. Exactly. Like, I'm no. going to be on a ventilator with a tube down my throat. Yes. Like, I already, yeah, the way my luck is set up, I can't take yep. no chances, especially that- medically. I've had enough medical problems yeah. this fucking year to take a chance plus i'm on the blood thinners and shit ain't no telling what that'll do like you're probably considered high risk yeah because of that yeah it's a scary fucking thing those blood clots you know were in your lungs right you know it, it is it's scary and you know it's a personal choice for everybody but 
because of how my scaredy ass is set up and my luck, mm-hmm. I'm just going to get it. And if I die, it's been a great fucking ride. Did, yeah. Throw I've cigarettes. Had a, I've had a good run. <laughs> Throw cigarettes. Take care of my kids. Yep. You know, good. set up some accounts, some GoFundMes and shit. Just look out for them. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you know. We'll be all right. You know? um, did you watch the verses? Um, Parts of it. Mark was fucking drunk. He went and dug out his baggiest shit to put on. Okay? No, he did a, a big airbrush shirt. All right. Did he really? His big baggy <gasps> jeans, his 2005 Mays low top Jordans. A girl put a, a beanie on, pulled and out a, a flip phone, <sighs> drank himself silly, and got, just got I on my nerves. I did not know he put on a whole outfit. He that put on a whole costume. Fool. He should have posted it. <laughs> I think he posted a photo. I didn't see it. I think he might have. Oh, God. So I figured out how to mirror on my new TV my phone so that I could watch it on oh, my TV. Oh, that's fucking cool. I damn near blew my speakers out. And, okay, so you guys, if you don't know, um, Versus, we've talked about this before. It's like they pick two artists mm-hmm. to, it's not a competition anymore. It used to be they go up against each other. They play like 20 of their greatest hits and it just goes on for a few hours and you get to like reminisce on all this great music. It was supposed to be Ashanti and Keisha Cole coming up next, but they got postponed because Ashanti's traveling jet set ass has COVID. Mm. So mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. postponed until January next up to finish off the year was e40 and too short they couldn't have picked a better right to finish off the fucking year so of course we're so happy with the bay area representation Mm -hmm. they couldn't have picked two better people to fucking do it that have the you know i was just i grew up on their music and early 90s rap is what raised me and i always say Mm -hmm. e40 raised me e40 in the click and i know i don't mean hyphy e40 shit no no pre all of that e40 in the click in the 90s that's what i grew up listening to so i had all these hopes like i really hope too short does like freaky tales and like old shit Mm -hmm. they did a lot of old shit did they do getting it yes that's my favorite too short song yeah and so um i me and pp were in my room bunny was in her room you had pp stood up dancing listen, i did listen to you me. know what her she, neck hurts she would cry if i did not pick her up and make her dance so at, at one point bunny was like what are y'all doing and she was in the hallway <laughs> recording us because i had the tv up hella loud and i had to make pp dance every song and every time the song would stop and then they would be like you know talking and shit uh-huh. she would start crying and fussing <gasps> until i made her dance again now i was like e40 oh, is raising her you're from here you're really it, you're a bay baby you. <laughs> she was trying to turn up and we were fucking having the best time me and her in my room <laughs> That's fucking so great. Yes, I was dying laughing like, oh, you're really from here. Like, (laughs) you're having a little bit too much fun. So that was great. E-40 was dancing hella crazy. And the memes. They were drunk. They were wasted. I said, oh, I'm sold on the mango scotto. This is like a five hour versus, dude. They would not stop. And that's one thing about some Bay Area people. You will have to throw us out of a party. Yep. fuck cutting the lights on we're still going like yep. you will have to escort you us out the of music the, off we're still we're gonna sing we're it. gonna rap our own yes songs. you will have to carry us out the building so yes. that was such a prime example of that too yes. just how we are as a, a community 
Yes. But the memes since then have been hella funny. I haven't seen um, any. Videos, they've made hella videos of E40. One was like when the when the water in the bathtub is too hot and it's him like doing a little step. Oh a my god, his step. little dance was so funny. Oh, his there's little dances. So many, yes. There's he was drunk. 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 But it was so fucking funny. It was just great. I was like, that was probably the most the best enjoyable one. verses I've watched. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it was the fucking, little parts I saw. <laughs> it's hilarious. It was very entertaining. Yeah, people talk about the misogyny that, you know, surfaced during... But it's like, I don't want to excuse it, but you got to consider it. They're a different generation. And the Bay Area, I've said many, We've many times... We've talked about this before, how it was. This is the pimp and hoe mecca of yep. the world. So you have to understand that's how we were raised. We had parents that were pimps and hoes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, it's ingrained in our culture. So while it is sad that, you know, uh, it still exists and, you know, they, a lot of people were saying they didn't grow up like they're still stuck in that. I mean, it's it's ingrained in our culture. Yeah. I, I don't think that they're out fucking disrespecting women and shit and trying to pimp on bitches everywhere that everywhere they go. Yeah. But, you know, in the music that is old music they were playing. It is old music. You just got to consider all that. Yeah, it was like it was the. AOB era all yeah, on a bit. Yeah, for sure. For a long time. And I think we've come a long way. Like, you know, yeah. there is still a lot of pimping, fake pimping out here. I don't think there's any real pimping left out here. But um, for the most part, that you know, I think a lot of people did grow out of that phase. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not... It's, it's not, not as cool as it once no, was either. No. Not like, at all. Like, it used to be everywhere you go. You're getting sweated and, you know, <sighs> it's, it's not like that anymore. Thankfully. Yeah. So. But that was a fun versus. It definitely was. I needed that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. A lot. I seen it bring, not to be corny, but it brought a lot of joy to mm -hmm. a lot of people. For sure. People are still talking about it, like, heavily on Twitter and yeah. Clubhouse and shit. Like, still, that's that's a huge subject right now. Yeah. Um, This is kind of our previous subject, but. Did you hear about the girl from Georgia? She's 18, little white girl. Went to the Cayman Islands. Mm -mm. So the Cayman Islands has strict COVID policy. When you arrive, you quarantine for 14 days. They put an ankle monitor on you. They put a monitor on you to monitor. That's that, smart. That Me you stay Mexico in your should shit. do the same. Yeah. So this girl, her dude was from the Cayman Islands. So she went there to visit him. And he's like a professional jet skier. Mm-hmm. Well... She got her monitor, went to her hotel the next day, day or two later, she called them up and she was like, it's too tight. Can you guys come bring me a looser one? Well, the bitch slipped it off. Oh, no. Went out in public to his event, didn't wear a mask, didn't social distance. What? I guess they're on that shit because they caught her. She just got four months in jail in the Cayman Islands. Oh, and Shout out to the Cayman Islands. And her parents, of course, her parents and her grandparents are all upset. They're, they're like, calling the embassy harsh. and shit. They're, they're, trying they're to asking get Donald Trump to help. No, fuck you and your daughter. Listen, you should have learned from Otto. What's his name? Otto Warmbier, the one in North Korea. Remember that shit? Listen, if you go to any other country, do yep. not be a spoiled American brat and think yep. that you could fucking make your own rules. In danger. The yes. residents of that yes. country. They should give her four years. So, 
you know, her, her parents and her grandparents are so mad. They're like, she's a pre-med student in I don't college. Care. And she's irresponsible. You should fucking know better and if she's you're a pre-med student. Yeah, she should be kicked out of college. Yep. And um, they're like, she's never, she doesn't have a criminal record. You know, they're so upset. Oh, God. But I don't like parents like that, that, that um, she, take up for their kids she, she took even when mo- they're wrong. Yeah, that's I'd why she like, probably took the fucking monitor off. I'd be like, throw stinkers in jail. Um, I'll put some money on his books. He'll have ramen. I'll accept the collect calls. Yep. But you know what? He's going to have to sit down for a minute because he went out there and did what he wasn't did supposed to do. Did dumb shit. Exactly. I'm not going to fucking say free him. No. Oh, no. See. You're lucky it was only four months. Yeah. But you're right. That's why she has that. Yep. That's why she did it. Because she has a family they that... Probably- um makes her feel entitled yep to that kind of behavior fuck that i didn't hear about that yeah. what a bitch yep Mm-mm. lock her ass up yep and so. anyone else that breaks those kind of rules i know you have to do that in hawaii yeah um i don't think 14 days but it, you know there is a until you get your results back i've seen mm-hmm. but um everywhere should do that that should be locked. i think so too yeah it should be follow keep, the keep fucking rules safe. please keep people fucking safe no one wants to be sick no. Um, do we want to talk about my Ma- situation? Yeah. Or what? What were you going to say? I was going to say Michaela Garrett's kidnapper. Oh, being yeah. Caught. Let's talk about that. That's fucking great. So that's one of the kidnappings we talked about from our childhood. Yeah. Like that was like, you know, a Bay Area kidnapping. There were about three it that was, around yeah. the same time. Yeah, it was. Um. Amber was 89, so... Amber Schwartz Garcia. Was June 3rd of 89. That was Pinole, right? Yep. And then uh, Michaela Garrett was in 88. In Hayward. And she was 9. And then Eileen Mischelhoff was 13. And I can't remember... I don't remember that one. I want to say Antioch or Pittsburgh, but I don't the think The thought of right. kids getting kidnapped in these cities around us is so scary. It was if like that f- happened today, I would be panicked, like freaked yes. out, panicking. Like, it was three within like a year period. Yeah. And I remember the whole Bay Area was just freaked out and devastated mm-hmm. and sad and there were yellow ribbons everywhere and... Um, there's been, why was I still allowed to go ride my bike every fucking where? And that was going on. I just thought about that. <laughs> I was allowed to be gone from sun up to sundown. We were no still allowed to too. <laughs> what the fuck? As long as we were in groups. I had no group. Yeah. I was alone all over Richmond on a bike. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, maybe they knew your mouth would say. No one no one wants you. They're going to bring you back and drop you off. If they kidnap you, they're going to turn up. right around. They're going to be pissed. They're going to be pissed. They got the wrong one. Yeah. So it happened. What? Well, anyway, they caught the kidnapper. Yep. Of Michaela Garrett. Yes. Um, It's been hella fucking years. 32. And I want to say he's like 50 what'd they say 59 58 something like that he's almost 60. yeah and, and uh, which isn't very old no so he must have been young when he did it i yeah. don't know if it was dna they haven't released a lot of details how they know it's him but he's been officially charged so i read in one article that they said um the person that abducted her left a partial palm print on her little scooter oh remember she rode it to the store with her friend mm-hmm. um and for quite a while i heard they were trying to compare this dude that they charged to the palm print and he kept refusing oh and i guess they finally got a warrant to compare it 
and he's a match. Wow. So that's one piece of evidence. And he's been well, in prison I, since 89. Yeah. What, what took so long? Um, if you're a person of interest, you can't refuse to give a fucking palm print. I guess the like, bitch had a lawyer. What the fuck? Yeah, but he's been in prison since 89. For something totally unrelated. For other murders Rapes. of yeah, women. Yeah. Fucking wild. And I guess they're looking at him for other murders and shit. Yep. Like, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. Um god that's crazy that's just it's so good though that that family can get some kind of closure because i heard the mom's dying of breast cancer and yeah. that's what she wanted was to fucking know yeah as hard as it would be i i would just want to know yeah for sure if my child went through it i would want to know mm-hmm. yeah when you sent that to me yesterday i was like oh my fucking god yeah that was a huge thing growing huge. up there's been like um you know true crime stories about mm-hmm. her like on id channel and shit right it's crazy um okay so all right i'm gonna explain to you guys why i could not record last week um i'm not gonna cry <laughs> i told myself i'm not gonna cry i gave myself a lot of i'm time. not gonna look at you because you're gonna make me cry um so if you listen to earlier episodes you probably heard me talk and tell stories and funnies and shit. Um, it was Steve. Mm. So, yeah, it's so fucked up. Um, this is somebody... I can't even describe it like he was just a client because he was so much more yeah. than a client. There's so many fucking layers to our relationship. Yeah. He's somebody that um, I've continued to see not like sessions but like he's been one of my best friends through my whole pregnancy yeah um up until like i was the last person he talked to before he died Mm. um he fucking just we would talk every day we would talk every day on the phone he's somebody that would bring me and bunny dinner from like wherever i wanted like twice a week like he would come take out my garbage or take boxes to the dumpster for me um just i every i'd see him every two days every three days something like that like we were in constant fucking contact and um can i just add you guys patafria is a bitch sometimes and when he would call sometimes she would get pissy with him and he would just talk shit back to her and crack jokes he's the only person i know that would fucking walk up and tickle her even if she's pissed he didn't give a shit he would give me a noogie like he gave me a noogie like who does that i'm a grown-ass woman like he gave me a noogie the last time i saw him like that's just him like he did not he did not take me seriously he would like tickle me in starbucks and piss me off and i would swing on him like he would fuck with me all the time like he just god he was just one of my best fucking friends honestly we started out i've been seeing him for five years in march it'll be five years um you know when we first hooked up there was like a sexual dynamic um and it was like a kink you Mm -hmm. know uh session that's that's how we started out but it slowly turned more into a friendship like he taught me how to shoot dice like during one of our sessions like Mm -hmm. i would do it wasn't unheard of for me to go hang out with him for six hours. Literally it, it take really a nap, wasn't. take a shower at his house, like 
I want to say last Christmas, I was at his house for hella days in a row. Like I would go home, shower, whatever. And then I'd go right back to his house. Like it turned more into him just wanting like company. Yeah. And like, like I said, like I just spent so much fucking time with him and we just did stupid shit and he was my fucking friend. And, um, it's just crazy now. It's just so much shit. Like, I have notes, God. I didn't want to cry. Oh, you're going to kill me. Like a couple weeks ago, um, he came by to pick up something from my house. And one of the lights outside of my stairs, outside of my apartment, had been out for like two years or something. The light had been out. And he was so mad. And he was like, you have a baby. Like, you come down these stairs every day. That's hella fucking dangerous. He's like, they might not be taking you seriously, but I'm going to go in there. And I guarantee you that shit is going to get fixed this week. And, you know, he he knew to use his privilege. Like, you yeah. know, when he could use his, his white privilege. And he did. He went and he, he talked to the manager and all this shit. And um, he raised hell about that light. And, um... I found out he died from his brother. And then I want to say two days later, I hadn't left my house, but I did like maybe two days after. And when I went outside, that was the first time I saw the light was fixed. And it's been out for years. The light was fixed and on the ground underneath the light was a receipt. And I immediately just shook my head and laughed because I would have cussed him out. But it was a receipt <laughs> from Gypsies. He had got me and Bunny food. It was the receipt from the last time he got us food in Berkeley. And the receipt was underneath the light by my stairs. Mm. And I have the receipt in my car. Like, That's I'll, a sign. I'll never throw it away. But, um... I just think about everything like, you know, he would come and clean my house in pantyhose. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> just so much shit i have so many fucking videos of him i don't know if you remember but um i had a floral arrangement in my car this was a few years ago and it had spilled water all on the floor mat and so i had shook baking soda all over the floor mat yes i do and i went to meet him one day and he opened the door <laughs> and he was like what is that and i said it's coke and i was recording him and he didn't realize it at the time, but I was like, it's Coke. I was like, I fucking spilled Coke all over the fucking floor mat. And he I goes, what? You. What? And I said, yes, I spilled it all over the floor mat. And he instantly grabbed it and snorted some. And I, I was like laughing. I was like, you stupid bitch. It's baking soda. It's not fucking Coke. But I know he probably lit up and was like, oh, my God, like, this is all Coke. Like i hella remember that i fucked with him all the time i have so many fucking videos of him he's the one you <sighs> talked about when you said you were making him dig in that fucking alhambra jar with a coat hanger it's a big champagne bottle oh yeah yeah and i have <laughs> i have pictures of that it's, it's a huge champagne bottle and he would have just money in it and this asshole you know when he was scrounging up money for me to stay longer he'd yeah. be like wait 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 let me see how much i have and there would be 20s and shit in yeah. there but he would get a coat hanger and fish and he'd be like do you want to try and i'm like bitch no i don't want to try you fucking do you want to like, dig your payout <laughs> like you know how long that's so he would sit there and make me wait while he fished fucking 20s and out of this fucking fuck he just oh he my god so funny. i have so many fucking stories and just he was just, young yeah 60 
60 he's he's was fucking great though dude like he would listen to the podcast and he loved to hear us mention him yeah and um he saw other sex workers and a couple of them wrote to me and were like hey steve turned me on to your podcast like I have, one of them did i actually wrote her um i don't know if she still listens but i don't think she saw the dm but when i found out he died you know, I obsess and I started just yeah. digging online and I was like, I want to reach out to, cause I don't know who he was seeing. I wasn't seeing him cause I'm still not working right now, right. but I gave him permission a couple times to see a few other sex workers. And he sent me pictures of them, like from the neck down, like, yeah. um, while they were doing a session with him and shit. And so I reached out to that girl that DM'd me before because she follows me and told me that he turned her onto the podcast. But he was like proud that we would mention him and shit. You know, he kind of so showed sweet. us off. So, yeah, it's just it's, we we talked a lot about him. He was just he was fucking great. But I um I did a lot of digging because when I the night it was a Sunday and um it was so fucking freezing and. I thought of him because like he lives in this really nice house and it has hardwood floors and it would get hella cold. And he's one of them people that wouldn't really put the heater on. <laughs> so if I would go over there, um, I'd be like, make sure you have it on before I get there. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I thought about him when I was leaving to go pick up a pizza and I was like, fuck, it's freezing. And something just randomly, this is why I say always pay attention to your intuition. Always. I was telling my friend Moni this story and I just broke down and I, she's somebody that's very tapped in with her intuition. So I was like, I know you do yeah. but just make sure you always follow it um so i went i was walking to the car and i for some reason i just thought of him and how cold it'd be in that house and i was like let me text him it was like 9 30 at night and i text him and i was like hey i hope you got that heater going and he was like no are you coming over and i said <laughs> uh i said no it's just hella cold and it made me think of you and um he was like, I got good blankets. And I was like, okay. Um, I said, in pajamas too, question mark. <laughs> he didn't answer me. Um, and I, you know, I went and got the pizza, whatever, went on about my night. He died that night. Um, mm. He died at home in his bed. His brother told me he found him the next morning and he had a smile on his face and he was in bed and he was like, he couldn't have gone any better way. Damn. And I just I can't even imagine it, just the thought like you know he's sent me pictures of him in bed with pantyhose on with his slippers on like <laughs> laying on his bed and I, I kept thinking to myself I wonder if he was like that he wasn't partying that night though so I'm like maybe he was probably just in his bed normal I hope he didn't have on the but <laughs> it would have been great if he had on pantyhose when his brother found him and I said I hope you know I, forget, I can't even remember. I was like screaming and crying on the phone when his brother told me. But I, at some point I said something about, you know, we were best friends and, you know, I just, he was like, you know, he, he always made sure he had a good time and he, all, you know, that's one thing you, you didn't have to worry about Steve. He was going to yeah. make sure he had a good time. And he was just great. Like he loved to go to like the sex toy store and mm -hmm. shit with me and um, let me just buy whatever. And, he would wear like hoop shorts and I'd make him wear pantyhose underneath the you hoop shorts. <laughs> and he'd be like, you like this? And he'd like li lift up his shirt on the side so you could see the pantyhose were pulled up damn near to his nipples. And I'd be like, I can't really see. Show me again. And I'd make him show me in front of people and shit. Yes, and he would yes. just get like a rush from p people possibly catching him yeah. with the pantyhose on. 
but we would always go to secrets and Concord. That was his thing. Like if I had to meet him to drop him off something, he'd be like, you want to go to secrets? You want to meet at secrets? Do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm not working right now. I don't fucking need anything. Well, let's just go to secrets. Come on. And he'd give me money just to go there. Or we'd go to the, you know, different ones in the city and shit. And I, I just think about all these, like where we went to dinner before this restaurant in Emeryville over, um, at the, like, you know, where Trader Vic's is, there's an Asian restaurant in the yep. way back past it. I forget what it's called, but we went there before. And just all these little things we did or, like, songs I hear or, like, food. Like, I'm never going to be able to get gypsies again because mm. he would bring me that for Bunny because she loves it, like, all the time. Just all these little things I think of now that are just constantly. He's somebody I thought I was going to have in my life, like, for the rest of my life. Yeah. like him just dropping off diapers just to be nice you know just yeah he would fill up my gas tank just to do it just you know he was my friend yeah he was way more than a client he was my friend yeah it's just hard it it would have been easier if there was some um time in between you know from the last time i talked to him or something like somebody that's right that you talk to so often and you see so often it becomes part of your routine essential part of your life i would say hello and he would yell what's happening that's how he greeted me every fucking time he called it don't matter what time of the day or night what's happening like i'm never gonna hear that again you know but i thought he was lonely and that broke me down the most because i was like i didn't want him to die lonely or or alone but i did a lot of digging because i'm a fucking stalker (laughs) and i found his brother's facebook and shit and i found some stuff his family had posted about him and he was very very loved so he wasn't alone they have a very big family and he was very loved good so that gave me peace and Good. i was i was okay that helped me calm down a lot because just the thought of him not having anybody but maybe me it made me think about all the times i brushed him off or got annoyed with him and was like you know either meet me or or i'll talk to you later like you're getting on my nerves you yeah, know i remember sunday night you you were really upset about that yeah. part but i felt a lot better when i saw that you know he has family and they ended up, you know, his brother was like, gave me his number and shit. And he, that was another thing. His brother called me from his phone. So uh. I saw him show up on the caller ID and I answered and it sounded like him, but not him. Yeah. And then I realized it wasn't him and it was just a mind fuck. And I was just like, fuck, I thought this was him calling me, you know? Because you had tried to get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I texted him and I was like, hello. Because I said, you know, I'm, I'm out this way. This was a few days before I had a doctor's appointment. I was like, do you want to come meet me? He didn't answer me, but it wasn't unusual. Sometimes he would take breaks for a few days, you know, if he was really busy with work or whatever. Um, there would be like maybe periods of like three or four days when we wouldn't talk. Yeah. Never really more than that, though. So he didn't answer me that day. I left it alone. That was Monday. That was the day he died. By Thursday, I was like, hello. Yeah. That's when his brother called me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it just fucked me up. Um, but, you know, his brother said they were going to do something, some kind of service. And he gave me his number. So 
I was scared, but I followed, I texted him, you know, I followed up a few days later and I was just like, hey, are you guys doing anything that I could be a part of so that I could say my goodbyes? And he was like, we're going to do a Zoom service. And I never did that before. And so um, he was like, I'm going to email you the link, like send me your email and stuff. And um, he sent me the link and I didn't know what it was going to be because <laughs> I've heard of some people having it like at a funeral home. Yeah. Um, but I logged on that day and it was like one of his nieces and her daughter and they were like reading off a paper and I couldn't see anybody else. It was just like them. And I was like, fuck, like she doesn't know me you know what i'm saying and I, it didn't feel appropriate for me to be there yeah. um so i just exited out and i was like this ain't the type of setup for me to be able to really say goodbyes anyway so i could do my own burn yeah. candles and do my own thing for Definitely. him i'm gonna print some photos of him and like i said i'm gonna save that receipt and i have a lot of like work stuff yeah that we had together and just stuff yeah just stuff like that i have so many videos so many fucking videos and photos which i'm happy about because in the beginning he was scared for to let me record him yeah but as you know we got closer he let me record so much and um i do have a lot of that it's really hard to look at but i have been it's really hard to find genuine people and I believe Steve was very genuine and he was very true to himself and I think that you contributed to a big part of that. You made yeah, him we feel safe. And safe and comfortable. Yes. Like I didn't I never made him feel weird about what he was into. Yes. You know what I mean? Like and he got pretty far out there sometimes, you know, <laughs> like I have pictures, I'm pictures, I have videos of him drinking my pee out of a cup. Yeah. Like, you know, he got pretty out there sometimes, but I, I made him feel normal about yes. everything. And some people might listen to this and be like, he was a trick. Like, why are you upset? But I just want to make clear he was my friend, you know, like you're the, the trick world, the sex world and the normal world overlapped each other right for very sure. much he wasn't just a client to me like we grew beyond that when yeah. we were in the post office sending out the patreon packages recently he fucking called you and you fucking i sent him our location and you were like and are you fucking like, coming and he sh he just laughs at you yeah it's yeah. fucking great i was he uh, um yeah, I mean, anybody that has regulars, you can kind of understand. I'm That's how I work. Yes. I usually have regulars. I don't see a lot of different people when I'm working. I have some clients that I've seen for 13 years that I'm still seeing that I've had longer than I've had Bunny. Yeah. That I started seeing while I was pregnant with Bunny, like to give you guys some insight. Like I have regulars that I get really fucking close to. And, you know, I have my own, like, abandonment issues and shit, too. And, like, in a way, Steve felt kind of like a father figure. Yes. There's, that's why I say there's a lot of layers. Because yeah. there was a father element. He would always check on me through my whole pregnancy. There were times when he met me at the doctor's office. Yeah. Just so much, you know. And he would always tell me, like... You know, if you get in trouble, because like when I went to jail at the beginning of the year, he was like, why didn't you call me? I would have came and got you out. Why didn't you call me? And I was like, I don't know your fucking number by heart. I don't know anybody's number by heart. Yeah. But um, 
you know, he just, he looked out for me in a, in a very fatherly way. Yes. And, you know, that's, that's an element that I don't really have. So it's just, I'm going to miss him so much. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. But I, yeah, I had to take a week off for sure. Yeah. He, he was a big piece. Huge, huge. Uh, there's in the last shit in the last fucking year i can't remember a time where we weren't together where he uh, called yes yeah like anybody that's with the ever exception been- of recording <laughs> right like i said the fucking post office going to get food like yeah. steve always calls and i know it's steve no one calls me that's another thing yes so if the phone rings i know it's only one of like four people it's you it's steve candy um or one of my kids you know what i mean like no one else calls my phone that's another thing about me i'm a texter yeah so like it's super rare for my phone to even ring like yeah it's just weird and it's very weird now not having the phone ring for someone that blew me up day and night and i would just wake up and have a million messages like i don't have that anymore so it all it's it's a hard adjustment for me because um i'm a creature of habit i like my routines and when my routines are disturbed it kind of throws everything else off so i'm i'm going through a weird adjustment period i think as much as you were a comfort to him he was a comfort to you as well for sure for sure he filled a space that you know yeah that's empty now so definitely it fucking sucks it really really fucking sucks and i hate this year and i hate that that happened but he would party fucking hard and i've said before you said on the show before i don't know how he's alive this is somebody that would blow through four grams of coke in a 24-hour period by himself alone a man alone like um that is a rolling stone when he would party he would party fucking hard and you know it's only a matter of time before that takes a toll on your body yeah you know i guess he had a heart attack in his sleep like i said he wasn't partying at the time um you know he was just at home but i don't know like you know i guess over time and plus he maybe he had like something because he had a brother that passed away uh young too right yeah but i read that it was a brain tumor his brother but there were times when steve would be like i'm i'm gonna take some time off from like partying and stuff like i gotta get my shit together or whatever not for financial reasons not because i think he knew something medically maybe a doctor maybe some he had a scare or something before and didn't tell me but something because um it's not like he missed work or anything and it's not like like i would never take advantage of him and that's one thing i'm you know in my line of work you're kind of supposed to do is like get people high and try to get as most money as you can out of them i didn't do that i would cut him off and be like you know you need to like go to bed or you know i I wouldn't take Mm -hmm. advantage um so i know it wasn't a financial burden or anything but so he had to know about something because he every now and then he'd be like i need to slow down you know and he wouldn't tell me why so I kind of have a feeling maybe he had a warning at some point. Yeah. Um, 
and, and, you know, I don't think he was part, you know, I wasn't hanging out with him. So I don't know how hard he was going when I gave, I only gave him permission to see somebody like maybe twice in the last month since November. Yeah. I think he saw two people and they were quick sessions. Like he did an hour with one and he did maybe three hours with the other one. And in a month and a half's time, that's That's not a lot. That's not a lot. So I don't think he was really partying like that. I don't know, but it's, it's super fucking hard. It's super hard for me. I don't, I can't remember a loss. Like I've lost a lot of people in my life. Yeah, I haven't seen you this upset about anybody in a long fucking time. No, I just, it fucking broke me because we were so close. I've lost people that were close to me, but not talked to, even when my grandma died, I didn't talk to her every other day. I didn't see her every other day. Yeah. So even that, I feel like didn't hit me as hard as this. It's, it fucking sucks, but I know I'm hella sad for you. I love Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna post something of him, some video, not the P one, but something. Him funny. showing off his fucking abs. Yeah, something funny. I have some funny ones. The so. video where you're telling him you met some fucking soccer moms, huh, bitch? Oh, that one went, is great. We were in in Starbucks and um. He had went like, you know, he would get like permission from me, quote unquote, <laughs> permission from me to go do things. And um, one thing about him, he would just get up and go like one day he'd get up and go to Hawaii and hit me. And Uh-oh. I'd be like, bitch, who the fuck told you to go to Hawaii? Or he'd hit me and be in Tahoe. And like, I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Like, it's a it's coronavirus going on. Why are you? It's out- a Wednesday. Yeah. He would just randomly do that. That's one thing. He, he lived his fucking life. And um he just bought a new truck and shit too. It fu- he was so excited to show it to me. I still ain't seen it. I still ain't seen this awesome fence that he fucking put up around the house. I might cruise up there and check it out. I was going to say, why don't we go by there? Yeah, I think I will and just leave some flowers or something. Um, anyway, he, yeah, he fucking, what was it? Where was I going with that? The soccer oh, the, moms. <laughs> so he fucking, he hits me and he's in Napa one day. And he's like, I'm out here for like, he was out there for Bottle Rock or some some Shit. kind of festival. Uh-huh. He was out there for a fucking music festival. <laughs> and he came back the next day or something. This bitch had a wristband on and he met me for coffee. And I was like, why the fuck? I said, oh, that's the cute little wristband you had on when you went out there. You was out there meeting single moms, bitch. Who the fuck told you go out there and be meeting single moms? And he's like trying to cover his face and getting embarrassed trying to grab the phone from you and smacking me yeah and like trying to hit my leg and shit and i'm like nobody told you go out there to go meet single moms you bitch he was out there trying to find somebody's fucking divorcees that's what i said some divorcees that's what she was out there meeting i love that video and he was just hella laughing and i was like don't you need to ask permission you don't fucking just go party and hang out and live your life yeah not tell me you asshole nobody told you to fucking do that I like that video. Um, since he passed, though, little things have been happening. Like some shit has been moved. I, this is one thing I almost forgot. Yesterday, I dyed my hair and mm-hmm. I have a system in how I do things. Yeah. A very specific system. And I have a hair clip that I've had for years. And this specific hair clip I use to for when I bleach my hair. I, I pinch it off with that clip. Yeah. Could not find that clip yesterday tore the fucking bathroom drawer up went off on bunny i knew you were gonna say i was that. like why were you in my bathroom fucking with shit now i can't find this hair clip i need it right now i have the bleach in my hair i can't find the clip i'm going bad right she's like i didn't fucking take it i didn't touch the hair clip what am i gonna do 
with it. So I'm like, all right, I take a flashlight. I go all digging in the bottom of the cabinet like maybe it fell out the back of the drawer. <laughs> Can't find the hair clip. I'm pissed, right? I'm like, fuck it. I go in a makeup bag. I get some old other clip to use. Today, I wake up. I go brush my teeth. The hair clip is on the sink right in front of the faucet. Shut up. Where I would have seen it. Obviously fucking seen it because all of my shit was there. I don't have a big cluttered sink to where i wouldn't see it yeah no and i saw it and i said steve you fucking bitch i know you you're fucked fucking with, with me. me yes because it was laying there right there i have it now that that's some asshole there's no way there's no way i would have overlooked it it was not there i had a flashlight out and everything i'm looking tearing up the bathroom this morning i woke up it was right there i hope he keeps fucking with you yeah literally in front of my toothbrush i was like okay that's that's his ass for sure for sure that's such a steve thing to it do. is i hope he keeps fucking with you because like i said that was one of my favorite things about him is that he did not give a fuck he did not it doesn't matter how how mad angry I was, you were how there were times i threatened him because he would be playing <laughs> and i would be like bitch if you don't stop fucking playing with me like you know there were times i worked and we he maxed was, out the limit on how much money he could pull out so he would write me a check and then the next morning i would have to meet him you know so i was just could, gonna say one of them check stories exactly. you were screaming at him and he fucking laughed i would threaten you. him and i would be like i'm gonna send somebody to your fucking house to and he would just laugh in my face and be like take the money here take the fucking money anybody else would be scared of you and he didn't give a fuck he, and i would be dead ass serious and he'd yes. be like shut the fuck up and take this money and he'd fucking laugh and smile yes. that shit was great yeah god he, damn it he definitely loved me but i for sure loved him too so much definitely so, so much. he knew that for sure yeah i'm really glad he got that light fixed too for you yeah me too but i wish you could see my face when i walked outside and i saw it was on i was like oh my god because oh. he did that you know like and then a few days later, the manager called me and she was like, I just want to make sure it's fixed. And I almost started crying again. And I was like, yep, Aww. yep, it's fixed. And she was like, okay. And, you and know, the receipt right under it, it had been raining and hella windy. It should have blown mm -hmm. away. Right, right. It was wet. It was wet when I found it and it's in my car now. I'm just going to keep it forever. Damn. Let's take a break so I can okay. pee and we can change the subject. <laughs> okay. I got some fun stuff to talk about. Good. Disgusting stuff. <laughs> it's always fun. Right. Hey, you guys. Shit is real heavy in the world right now. Some days it even feels like it's falling apart. For me personally, my mental health has taken a huge hit. If you're stressed, dealing with anxiety grief, anger, trauma, maybe even relationship issues, or just having trouble sleeping. This is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. So we have a few birthdays. Happy birthdays. <laughs> Happy birthdays. Um, the first one is uh, my cousin Becky. 
happy birthday you bitch happy birthday becky i love you coffee lover ultimate Her coffee lover ultimate fucking coffee i lover. hope you had a good day today even though she moved away to washington and left me fucking bitch i still love her i know or <laughs> and um i have a few so this one okay could you guys please shout out my friend for her birthday? She's the one who turned me on to this podcast a Aww. year ago, and it's something we bond over all the time. She's the best person ever. She's going through a lot right now, so I think this would help her out. Aww. Unfortunately, it will be after her birthday, which is <laughs> your birthday was Sunday the 13th. Um, her name is Michelle. It'd be so much appreciated. Thank you. Okay, so happy birthday, Michelle. Happy this is birthday, from Michelle. your friend Cheyenne. So we hope that you had a good birthday. Um, another one, uh, she's a semi-new listener, mother of two, a girl and a boy. And her 23rd birthday is on December 26th, the, the day after Christmas, a mm. Christmas baby. Fun. So um, we hope that you have a good birthday. Have a good birthday and a good Christmas. I hope you get double I know. the goods. And then we have, um, hi, Crystal and Potafria. My best friend Nancy's birthday is on the 24th. That's a Christmas Eve baby. Um, I wanted to wish her a happy birthday on your show since she's always listening to you guys. And she put me on. And now I love you both for getting me through work. I've known her since elementary school. And now we're both in our 20s and still good friends. Love it. She's been an amazing friend. I don't know what I would ever do without her. Hopefully she gets to hear this on the next podcast. So that is from Vanessa. So happy birthday, Nancy. We hope you have a great one. Happy birthday. And let me just say, keep those friendships. Feed them, water them. Yeah, be a good friend. Definitely. I love it when friends write in about their friends. I know. I think it's it's always hella shit. sweet and heartfelt. It is. And I love that. The family we choose. Mm-hmm. We're back. It's freezing outside. It's long and cold. And I have a few things to share really quick. Hmm. So the first one is I discovered a cat scanner app on Facebook. I mean, on fucking the app store. God, can you tell I like Facebook? Cat scanner? Kill me. Yes. So what you do, download the app, and it has you take a picture of your cat, and it will tell you what breed or breeds. Fuck you. Your cat First of all, I was thinking of a cat skin. First of all. <laughs> I'm like at-home cat skins. Like, That's what, what we're fucking. It's 2020. Get what with it. What are we checking for? <laughs> So listen, I went and round up all eight cats. No, you scanned them all. Did it? Yes. I'm gonna move on to the outside cats <laughs> in the neighborhood to figure out. There's a little Siamese mix across the street. I want to see if I'm right. You're gonna be pulling over your car, yes, to catch cats and scan them. I'm gonna carry treats, and then so there's a dog one too. You can scan your dog. It'll tell you what breed or breeds it is. This is just technology I don't need. I'm fucking <laughs> so excited. Oh I kept trying to show Mark all the results. He was fucking pretty irritated. He's like, Crystal. <laughs> I tried to tell Will when he came in this morning. He, he wasn't was like, excited. bitch, nobody cares. Who cares? I 
You guys need to know what Kevin is mixed with. No, no, we fucking don't, and you don't either. I do, and I know, and I'm just so happy. Okay, so what else download the cat scanner. Second one, Wells Fargo right now. Um, so Patafria was telling me that they used to only do it once a year. They would reverse overdraft fees, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm an asshole, and I ordered a bunch <laughs> of shit for my game, okay? And Tell them what it was. Wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Tell them what it was, bitch. My game. It was coins or something for your game, it right? It was my Gardenscapes game. <laughs> I needed more lives. <laughs> this bitch buys more lives and shit for her fucking phone games. I'm blaming everything on COVID. So I, I bought it like four times, okay? I thought it came out already. It fucking didn't. I didn't transfer money. Anyways, the shit overdrew my account and gave me four different overdraft Which fees. Which is really shitty. I feel like For $1.99. Yeah, and the fact time. that that could get you a $35 yes. fee is bullshit. Like, it should be over a certain amount. Like, if I, if I go over, like, 50 bucks, then... Um, Agreed. Apply that amount. That yes. just seems a lot for a fucking $2 over, you know? $2 four times. <laughs> they hit my shit up. I opened my account, and I was like... <gasps> Oh, my God. Oh, God. So, not to mention one of my clients just went into a home permanently, so I lost that little bit of source of income. Anyways, I call Wells Fargo, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Normally, I wouldn't ask, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, just so you know, we're reversing overdraft fees as long as it's due to COVID. He's like, you can call next month and have overdraft fees, and we'll reverse them. So, it's not just a once a year courtesy, which I think is hella great that they're fucking doing that. Yes. So, if you have Wells Fargo. Yeah, you're safe. It's fucking, I think that's really big of them, because banks are usually assholes. I I know. know. Bank of America, my grandma banked there for like 45 years, and the one time she overdrew her account, I called them up, and I was Mm -hmm. like, hey, she's never done this. And they were like, oh, well. I'm like, That's I'm so like, she's been with y'all for 40 up. fucking years. Yeah. So utilize that, that shit. Me, um, like a month ago, I paid my Target uh, bill like a day late and mm-hmm. they gave me a penalty. And I was like, fuck, I don't want it to be a ding on my credit report. So I called them and they were like, oh, yeah, we'll reverse it. So really, oh. it it's worth it to ask. Yeah, it I, definitely is. You'd be surprised how many will just do it yeah. as a courtesy. I know with my Capital One card, when I open my sign in and I open my shit to pay it, mm-hmm. it will say, if you're having difficulties due to COVID, please let us know. We will help you. Yeah, because guess what? A lot of these fucking companies are getting help. Yes. Because of COVID. So, yep. you know, and it's for shit like this. Yeah for if you have to feed your plants or whatever game you're playing. If you need a life so that you could decorate your living room. Shit. Um, that reminds me. So I have on my new Uggs um, that you haven't commented on. My feet are really cozy. I hope I can't So I just want to share this little twist that I was able to unintentionally uh, benefit from. So if you open a Nordstrom account, I don't know if it's always like this or if it's just for December or what, but I opened a Nordstrom account and they tell you if you make a purchase with your card the same day that you open an account, you get a $60 note, 
which is like a gift certificate. Um, so what I did was that day I bought like leggings and Uggs. And then when I got the Uggs, they didn't fit. They were too small. So I went to the store and I returned them. They had like this big return section, um, you know, because of COVID. They're they're taking shit in and like keeping it out of circulation they for a while. They probably go throw in the fucking garbage. Probably. But um, so it was, it ended up being better that I did it. So I was planning to just do an exchange for the next size up right Mm -hmm. but it's a good thing that i returned it this is why i returned it i walked downstairs i did a new purchase for the right size i had my 60 dollar note so i ended up getting 60 dollars off of my fucking boots thank you for sharing that sheep skinner yeah so you guys do that buy something return it and then buy it again (laughs) with your notes with your 60 dollar discount okay it's fucking smart Yes. Um, did you see the Zodiac cipher was fucking solved after fucking 51 yeah, years? I have that in my notes, too. Do you? Um, so if you guys don't know this, um, what was it? 30, 50 years ago? 51 years yeah. ago? Um, in 68 and 69 is when he did murders here. Yeah. So there were four ciphers, which are basically encrypted coded messages Mm -hmm. they're not written you know they're written in characters yeah there were four they had only translated one back then so basically like these mathematician fucking super nerds um i i read that they used an app like a decoding app it was with the help of an app but they also on their own figured out the other three messages um One of them is, um, so the first one that started working on the cipher is this dude named David Orenchok, and he's from Virginia. He's from mm-hmm. the States, and he's a software developer, and he's been working on it since 2006. And then recently, uh, this dude um, who's from Belgium, that's a computer programmer, and another guy named Sam from Australia, who is a mathematician, they... Um, you know, worked on it together and they were able to, it's called, it's referred to as the 340 cipher, Mm -hmm. probably because there's four of them. Yeah. You know. It's crazy. Um, He actually made a mistake on one of them, which they said um, could have prolonged like the translation. Um, Like he made an unintentional mistake, but, and, and they think that he also didn't mean to make them as hard as he did because he wanted them to translate and get the messages. And it was just so fucking difficult. They couldn't do it. Um, he was 30 years old back then when he did this. So, yes. you know, he'd be like 80 now. So I told you someone I know said that he died last year mm-hmm. and that, you know, they knew who he was or whatever. Um, you know, if, 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 if that's not the person, he'd be 80 fucking years old. So there's a chance he might have been dead anyway. Yeah. I don't know. These messages also didn't help with the capture of him at all. No. They, they weren't clues. No. Because, they were just him being arrogant. Yeah, because the one that they deciphered, um, he doesn't use punctuation either. Mm-mm. And he spelled paradise with a C instead of an S. But it, all it said was, I hope you're having lots of fun and trying to catch me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me. Right. He also said that wasn't me on TV because yep. they, for a while, were believing that 
a call they received during like a newscast or whatever, someone claiming to be him, mm-hmm. they were thinking it was he in one of the messages is he said it wasn't me um, from the TV. And yeah, he just, terrorized he, the Bay Area, man. He, they were dark and he just kind of is mentioning the afterlife and yeah. that he's good and he's going to be good in the afterlife. So he don't care fucking sick yeah. but that's crazy that they were able to with the use of technology yes. and shit like finally do that and then also it's like how fucking smart is he what kind of brain is he that he can make some exactly. shit that cannot be translated for 51 years that's what i thought about whoever he is had to have been somebody very very smart right like like an engineer or fucking genius definitely um, because they you know like i said they used the help of technology to yeah. help them and all three that of wasn't them even available back then yeah he and he just did it with his brain so yeah it's crazy fucking cool shit um so I did a Q&A on my Instagram the other day and I got a message. It was concerning. It was basically they wanted to know, um, you know, the, the better help info that yeah. we have. Um, and they said that they're struggling with some mental shit and they don't have insurance and they don't have any way of like going about getting help, getting mental health help. Yeah. Um, I had a situation with one of my sisters a couple weeks ago yeah. that had a really bad um, like episode, mm-hmm. kind of like panic attack and shit. And um, she had a very bad experience in Vacaville at Kaiser. She was turned away and told that they don't have any mental health people there, which is a lie. She was told this in the emergency room. And they even compared it to doing brain surgery and said well what you're asking me to do is like asking me to do brain surgery which is so fucking offensive now she would have left and killed herself exactly so basically we were in the middle of a panic like i called a crisis line out there in that county and i was like you know what can we do they were pissed they were like that's a goddamn lie because every emergency room is able to treat mental health so whoever told her that is wrong lazy yeah and so um what we ended up doing was sending her to another hospital they got the situation under control everything's fine um thank god you know she had people to ask everybody don't have people to fucking ask so that was hella concerning for me to just think about people that don't have someone to call to tell them to go to another hospital yeah um you have to advocate for yourself you really do we've said this before especially with mental health um i just wanted to say that like as a mentally ill person, um, I have county insurance. Everybody doesn't know if you're not working and you don't have money, whatever. I don't pay anything out of pocket. I don't have copays. I don't pay for prescriptions. I don't pay for doctor visits. I don't have an annual copay. None of that. Um, you can apply for emergency medical services in California. Yes. I don't know how other states work, but it's worth getting that help for yourself. You don't want to be in a situation where you have an emergency and not having coverage is keeping you from trying to get help. Right. Um, it, the person that wrote to me, it just, she sounded helpless and it broke my heart and yeah. it made me feel really bad. And I just want to, you know, let you guys know again, um, you can look up your county office. I know right now, because of COVID, they're not really doing in-person appointments. So they're doing, 
you know, I did my recertification over the phone. They're certifying people over the phone and you get your benefits. They'll mail you your card or some offices let you pick it up and, you know, you can get treatment. So it's definitely worth looking into Medi-Cal in your area. And then if you live in another state, you know, just Google, like use that search to to look into it, because I'm pretty sure there's like Medicare or something in every state for low income people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely, you got to take care of yourself and, you know, I, it's best to just not wait until it gets really bad. Like I was telling my sister, when you're feeling good, you need to talk to your doctor and have them increase your medication and shit so that this doesn't happen again. Because when you having to scramble, when you're in the middle of an episode is difficult enough, you you know, think clearly and you're no. So you want, when you're feeling good, you need to take care of it and be responsible so that if something goes bad again, you're more prepared. Yeah. And it's harder to advocate for yourself when you're in the midst of right. And people are already, if they're not familiar in working with mental health, they're already looking at you like Like, you're crazy. And yep. It's just part of it. It sucks, but it's just fucking part of it. And you got to just not let it get to you. Yeah, hopefully that part changes one day. Yeah, I hope so. <clears throat> um, I got a cake. Did you see? You haven't really been on Instagram. Did uh-uh. you see the cake I got? I think I saw the cake. So one of our listeners, Miss Zazueta, thank you so fucking much. Was it good? Um, yes. She wanted to get me. So there's a um, an artist that I follow. Her name is Ashley Shotwell. She actually, I found her a few years ago. She was showing some of her stuff at a small gallery in downtown Oakland. Mm -hmm. And I went there and I bought a ceramic pin that's a vagina. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking cute. It's like one of my favorite pieces of jewelry. And I'm not really a jewelry person. It's like an art piece, you know. And um, I love it so much that I won't even put it on anything because I don't want it to get messed up or banged around or anything. But I have it in a box at home and um, I followed, I looked her up, I followed her and I just, I love her shit so fucking much. I don't even know if she's still making, you know, like pins and pieces anymore, but she has another page, Ashley Shotwell Cakes. And she makes these fucking elaborate, crazy, decorated vegan cakes, um, tiered cakes, fucking, you know, mm-hmm. a range of sizes. And the decoration is crazy. She has this wide range of flavors. And so I was all about these cakes, right? Like every now and then I would, you know, post them to my story or whatever because they're so fucking beautiful. So elaborate and beautiful. So Miss Zazueta um, is one of our our listeners. And she reached out to me and was like, I want to congratulate you on the baby and I want to get you one of these cakes. Uh, And I was like, best push gift ever. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Right. So I sent her like my info, totally forgot about it. And then like a week ago, I got a message from her and she had been reaching out like on Patreon and everything. I just hadn't seen the messages. And she was like, she's going to deliver your cake. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I, you know, sent her my address and everything. And Ashley Shotwell brought it to me. What's so fucked up is when she came to my door to bring it to me, I was in the middle of dealing with the situation with my sister. And I was on the phone with the fucking Uh. crisis line. (laughs) 
So I couldn't thank her properly and like really talk to her. It was very rushed. But I got the cake and the cake had me on it. That's so cool. It was my photo, my face on the fucking cake. It ended up being a a vegan yellow cake with chocolate frosting. It, it was so good. I damn near ate the whole thing by myself. I was the kids say, did you share with Bunny? The kids, Stinkers and Bunny had ate some too. But I ate the most of it myself. <laughs> and it was so fucking good. And it was just the best gift ever. That's and so, so sweet. Just the excitement I got, and it's not. This ain't no Safeway cake. Like yeah. this is the decoration. Homemade she cakes all, are already the best. Always already, the best. but just it was such a fucking thoughtful gift, and I was yeah. like, this is the best thing that somebody could have got for me, and I I shared it, and I don't know if you guys saw it, but I was like, you guys, if you're in the Bay Area, get somebody a cake from her because it's not very expensive, and just the detail and the time and love that goes into yeah. it and the surprise that I felt when I saw it. And how special you oh felt. Oh my God, yes. It's just the greatest gift ever. So I definitely follow and support her. Her name is Ashley Shotwell. She That's has a regular great. page and she has Ashley Shotwell Cakes. But um, I'll post a picture of the cake if you guys don't follow me and didn't see it. It's fucking amazing. And Yum. Yeah, very awesome gift. Thank you best fucking gift that or a cat man um (laughs) speaking of gifts i had went shopping um a couple weeks ago i was in livermore at the outlets and it reminded me of a client that i have that lives out there and i don't know if i told any stories about him before but he lives in a rehab oh did i ever tell the stories uh i don't know which one so he's like a white battle rapper Oh, <laughs> and listen, this story just keeps getting better and better. And we ain't even on to the story. I've uh, rehab. He lives in rapper. Livermore, right? So I immediately thought of him when I went to Livermore to go to that outlet. And I was like, OK, maybe I should talk about this. Story Did you start freestyling in the car? No, but he's <laughs> the type I've been seeing him for years. I've seen him in San Jose. I've seen him in like Walnut Creek. I've seen him in different cities. Yeah. Um, his dad used to own a really big club in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he was kind of like a spoiled kid. Yeah. I think he grew up a spoiled kid that ended up with a drug problem. Mm. So I saw him, you know, we got acquainted. He became somewhat of a regular, not super consistent. I would see him like at once a year, yeah. once every two years. And um, he has a foot fetish. <clears throat> so... I guess he's kind of a big deal in the battle rap world. I don't like battle rap. I don't either. Um, It's like aggressive and kind of embarrassing to me. Yeah, it's not my genre. um, He's like a freestyler, right? That's what they do. So there were times when I would see him and I guess he thought it would impress me. You know what? I'll knock (laughs) this fucking microphone over if you go where I think you're going. So there were times where he would like open his laptop and put a beat on and start like closing his eyes he he didn't know that name no he didn't know that name that's not my work name i know i know but he would close his eyes and like start rocking back and forth and like slowly loudly aggressively freestyle rapping like spitting everywhere and i would get hella embarrassed did you get under the couch i would get hella uncomfortable and i would like look at the wall and be like okay please fucking stop like why (laughs) you're biting the insides of your mouth and shit clenching your butthole i'm just asking the universe like why is this happening to me like i'm so i don't think this is tight i'm hella fucking awkward now i'm hella embarrassed please make it stop so he would do that you know because that's his shit whatever i'm polite i wouldn't be like i I would be like all right uh, i see you you know i'd be (laughs) wait a minute 
what am I supposed to say, bitch? I'm not going to be like, please, God, stop what I really want to say. So I'll just be like, all right. I have a headache. Always works. <laughs> no, not with this line of work. It don't. So I'll be like, oh, okay. All right. I see you. Okay. You know, and I'd hella awkwardly. him up be like please god change the subject give me something to change the subject all right so anyway he hits me up and he's like oh i found your ad blah 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 that's crazy you remember me right and i'm like yeah of course i remember you nobody else fucking battle rap freestyles for me <sighs> fuck and he thinks he's a really big deal i don't i'm not familiar with that community so i'm, I'm not, not gonna even say he's not he might be he might be okay but that ain't my shit but, you know, he he has boasted. I'll say that. He's bragged and boasted about he's a big deal, apparently. I would, when he starts doing that, I would be like, do you have any chicken and a biscuit crackers? <laughs> so <laughs> he fucking hits me up and he's like, I'm in Livermore now. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing out there? Because I think the last time I saw him, he was in San Jose. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. He pays good, right? I've yeah. even seen him at his parents' house before. And they live like in a very nice fucking huge ass house. Yeah. And so um, I was like, yeah, it's good. Like, I'll drive out there. Like, we discussed rate and shit. And I was like, you know, are you cool with that? And he was like, yeah. And in the past, he's been cool with that. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't think nothing of it, right? So I drive out there and um, there's hella fucking cars in front of this house, like a Cadillac, a truck, a SUV, like hella cars. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, who do you live with? So I asked him, I'm like, are you here alone? And, you know, I never had to ask that before, but he was like, no, but it's cool. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, but it's cool. Like, I don't like walking into a situation where uh -uh. there's hella people in the house. Right. He's white. Did I say that? Yes. A white battle rapper. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I'm like, how many people are in the house? Like, who's there? And he's like, it's just my roommates. But like, I told them it's cool. Like, you ain't got to worry about it. Whatever. So I was like, all right fine i don't want to see nobody though so make sure when i come in the house they're like in the other room or something because i'm not trying to be introduced you know it's just a weird situation right also i didn't know he had like a real drug issue um i don't think i ever knew before this that he had a drug issue so i come in the house or whatever and there's like a little table with brochures when you first walk in (laughs) and i'm like okay and I, there was like a beach or something on the front yeah. of the fucking brochure. And I'm like, what is that? But I didn't stop to read it. I just, you know, kept walking. And um, I see like in the living room, there's somebody in a recliner. So I'm irritated because I'm like, bitch, I just said I right. didn't want to fucking see nobody. So he takes me into this room and he's like, we're just going to go in my room. It's cool. Like I told them you were coming. It's cool. And we go into his room and there's two twin beds. You know what? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is your room? What is this? And he's like, yeah, I don't trip. Just come in here. And he's like, we're going to push them together. And there's no lock on the door. So I'm like, irritated, 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 irritated. So he fucking, we go in there. He opens his laptop. He's like putting on some music and um, we're talking. We're just kind of catching up regular conversation. What you've been up to? Blah, blah, blah. How you been? And, um, before we start the session you know i'm you got to pay me first you got to pay me up right. front before we start that's just law that's yep. what you know regular or not you got to pay me up front so i'm like what's up so he's like okay about that you know and i'm like what, what? so then i you know i start raising my voice a little bit come to find out i'm in a rehab 
I'm in a fucking drug rehab. You're in a halfway house, bitch. And he's he's like, this is my rehab. My fucking counselor is asleep or whatever that's here tonight. Don't raise your voice. I have some pills. <gasps> um, If you're tripping, I'll give you some. Now, mind you, I don't live in motherfucking Livermore. This was a drive. Wait, hold on. <laughs> what? Hold the fuck up. Was he trying to insinuate he wanted to pay you with pills? Yes, bitch. Oxys. Yes. What? Yes. Listen, I know they go for a high rate, but nobody has time to do all that, motherfucker. I, that ain't my shit. Right. So, and I'm not selling them. We and we don't. We didn't talk about none of it. It's like I talked bartering to him. sex work, bitch. <laughs> when I talked to him on the phone, mind oh, you, Livermore is not close to us. No, it's a stretch. And I had discussed the rate on the phone, and he said he was cool with it before I drove out there. So I'm like, you got me. Not everybody loves up. opiates like that. Listen. So he's like, I got these pills or whatever. Let's just do the session and I'll give you the money tomorrow. I'll get it. You got me fucked up. So I start raising my voice. He's telling me about his counselors. And I don't shit. give a fuck. Does your counselor got my money? That's what I said. So I know you did. I'm going bad on him and shit. Um, I'm like, no, we're not doing a session. You will be lucky if I don't haul off and beat your ass up in here. I pack up That's his laptop. so disrespectful. All jokes aside. Yeah. You're a battle rapper and you just tried to give me fucking oxys. You put on music and shit like we were really about to have a session. So I pack up his laptop and shit. I'm like, I'm taking this. I put it in my bag. I'm like, what else you got up in here? You can get your shit back when you have my money because now you're going to give me a $300 minimum for showing up. Okay. And if you want your money, you're coming to where I'm at. Yeah. And you're going to get your computer back and shit when I get my money. So he's like, no, let's just work this out. No. Let's work this out. I'm going to give you these pills. They're worth such and such. And we're going to do the session and then I'll give you money on top. No, no, we're not doing That's none of so that. That's so insulting. I was so fucking pissed. So I'm raising my voice and shit and I leave. And when I leave, there's hell of other residents in the living room. And they, they were like, me. he's good for it. He's hella good for it. <laughs> B-Dub B is good for that they shit. They see me leave. <laughs> I got With walk. all his shit. Yes, I got to do the walk the of The chargers shame. hanging out of your bag, hitting the fucking floor. I'm slamming, <laughs> swinging the door open. You knocked the brochures off yes, the fucking desk. Yes, I'm fucking irritated. I'm stomping through the living room. Oh my Doing God. the walk of shame through this rehab. And looking like Looking the way there. I look. <laughs> I had on jeans, a leather jacket, boots to my knees. <laughs> so I'm fucking, I, I fucking drive off. I'm pissed as shit. The next day, though, he made good on it. He must have called his dad. I think that's what he said he did. Got the money, came and met me. I got the 300. He got his computer back and I ain't talked to him since, but I'm sure he'll call me again. <laughs> How dare he do that? Yes. And I'm people do shit like that. We're not trading fucking pills, asshole. No. I get it. They have a high street value. But I'm not putting in that fucking work, We talked bitch. about it before. I, I said what my rate was going to be. I said how, like, he we went discussed. and counted the oxys and he was like 80, 160. He was I like, got this it. This is even more. This I, I is got even it. more than yeah, what she's she going to be so happy with these seven no. oxys. And bitch, you ain't even supposed to have these up in here. In the rehab. Yeah. You're I'm, not even supposed to have these. Now I'm so mad I'm going to tell fucking 
June in the next room. I'm so irritated. Yeah, it was like older white men look like tweakers and shit in the living room. And I'm like stomping through hella pissed. He has to explain what happened, why I'm in there yelling. <sighs> He's in there jeopardizing everybody's sobriety. Yes, you're blowing up the spot. How about don't be calling hoes over here trying to pay them with pills. Let's and- work through this issue <laughs> first. Okay. Right. right. We're going to do this. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's that's my memory of Livermore. Fuck that. <laughs> and, you know, I'd be hella watching Intervention, and sometimes they show Bay Area rehabs. And anytime, You're like, is this I'm like, up? is Livermore going to come up? <laughs> like, I'd be, I'd be bracing myself to see, you know. The intro starts off with battle rap, and you're like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Fuck. That yep. is, oh, God, I know you were so mad. That fucking asshole. Yeah, so Livermore is forever connected to that memory now. Yeah, I would have been mad as fuck. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to mention, because we never announced this before, and someone had sent a photo, and I noticed it looked a little foggy. If you are one of our Patreons that got a package that has a keychain, peel off the clear protective coating that's we on the front. We not the hard way. We did not really mention that, and that comes off, and it'll be mm-hmm. glossy and beautiful as soon as you peel that off. Yes. So I just want to make sure you guys know to take that off. Also, thank you to our, um, we have new patrons. Yes. Um, let me get my shit together. Um, real quick before I read them, though, can you guys please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe? Yes. We say it We've every time. We've got some time. new reviews I read, one of which I read today, and it was just, they're great. They're always great. We appreciate Hell them so appreciate much. appreciate them. They help us in the uh, ranking system and help with our visibility. Yeah, with iTunes secret algorithm. Um, so for um, new friends, we have Amanda Phelps, Jacqueline Cordero, and Jackie. And then for friends that will bail me out, we have Leah Batro, Caroline, Jessica Hernandez, Morgan Myers, and Kuma3. And if you guys haven't already, um, some sticker packs had went out today and some of those names I didn't recognize. So if you signed up and you haven't yet, uh, message us on Patreon, send in your mailing info and also your t-shirt size. You will get a sticker pack sent out to you right away and we will enter your info for the t-shirt raffle that we do every month. We're actually going to pull a new winner this month. we'll, We'll pull them today. And um, send out another t-shirt to one of you guys. And for those of you that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. And Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa, all the holidays. This is my favorite time of year. Is it? Yeah. Favorite holiday for sure. I want the fucking sun back. No. If it could be Christmas year round, I'd prefer that. I don't like you. Um... I've been watching hella shit on TV, hella shit lately. That's like all I've been doing. Um, so I wrote down like six things. <laughs> wow. I've just been on my trip. And I crime. didn't even write down everything. Have you watched anything new? The only movie I The only movie I watched was Songbird. And I made um Mark What's buy it. that? So it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And it has Demi Moore. Um Demi Moore, Craig Robinson, Daryl from Office is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other names, but it's basically about COVID-19. 
takes place oh. in like LA. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's fiction. Is it good? It's okay. It could have been done better, but it was all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't wait for the price to go down. So, you know, we rented it for 20 bucks. Damn. Um, I know. But so COVID-19 mutates into another strain. And then another one, it's called COVID-23. Oh, great. They have quarantine zones. Uh, certain people are immune. They, they wear this yellow immunity bracelet. Fucking. I don't know if I want to watch this. Listen. <laughs> I was watching it going, fuck. I could feel myself getting anxious already. Fuck. But you know, I like end of the world movies, even though I'm a hypochondriac and I think the worst for everything. I always have to watch these fucking things. Yeah. And I was like, oh my fucking God, this could really happen. This could mm. really happen. I'll, if it's not $20, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll check it I'll out when I go I'll give you the login. You can log into ours and watch it for free if you want. Oh, okay. So... A friend, my friend B, gave me his HBO Max login. Mm. So I was able to watch a bunch of shit. Um, Let me just skip a few on the list first and say that I finally watched on the record the Russell Simmons doc Mm. that's on there that Mm. we talked about before. Mm -hmm. He's really a fucking piece of shit. And it made me think I want to contact and tell my story now. Yeah. Um, Because, excuse me, you know, one of the women... I was shocked to see one of one of the um, women that he assaulted ha- is responsible for like so many collaborations and shit in early '90s hip hop wow. that we fucking love that did great, um, like Mary J and Method Man. You're oh, all I shit. need. Like she put that together. Like she was basically living her dream as an A&R. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've always kind of wanted to be an A&R. That just seems like. I have a really good ear for music and I always seem to pick out like mute like I've always been told that I have really good taste in music and I can usually tell when someone is going to like blow up mm. and that's basically what an A&R does they seek out new talent they put together collaborations and yeah. shit like that anyway that's what she was doing and she was working for him for Def Jam living her fucking dream and he assaulted her and basically took all that away from her. She left him. She went to go work for another label for L.A. Reed. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing to her. Another piece of shit Sick. sexually assaulted her. So um, it's called On the Record. Um, I've said before I have my own personal experience with him trying to fucking aggressively lock me in a bathroom. Um, he basically, that was his shit. He did that to everybody. And it's wow. disgusting to watch if you're sensitive to stories of sexual assault. Maybe don't watch it. Yeah. But, um, you know, he's... It's no coincidence that he's living in fucking Bali or whatever now where there's no extradition laws. Right. And he claims it's not to evade any charges. Oh, but really? it's like, sure, okay. It's just gross because he has daughters, you yeah. know, and it's it's just fucking sick, but it's also not shocking. So, wow. Yeah, it was just reaffirming to see, you know, yeah. like, so yeah, I watched that finally. Um, I think all of these, no, okay, the last two are not, those are on Netflix, but all the rest, these are all on HBO. There's a series called Alabama Snake, mm-hmm. really fucking good. It's about this guy. He's, uh, he's kind of, I think he's from the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. this dude from back in the day. He was a real motherfucker, and he ended up going from this really gross guy to um, like a a reverend or a preacher he Mm -hmm. became and, um, he was working with snakes and shit and it's just like his story and it's fucking crazy. I'm not going to give it away, but watch it. It's like a mini series. 
really good called Alabama Snake. And then I also watched Murder on Middle Beach. And that is t- takes place in Connecticut in like an affluent neighborhood with these white moms that have gifting pyramids, basically. Mm. And it's fucking crazy. It involves murder. And there's all these twists and turns. It's a mini series. It's hella good. Is it fiction or nonfiction? These are both docu series. Awesome. Um, also, the Bee Gees documentary mm-hmm. is on HBO Max, and I watched that. That's a new release, and I love them. Love I had loved them. them already. This just made me love them even more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're just fucking great. They tell the story just from their. Ch- I didn't realize they were brothers. Um, and they talk about from childhood up until they, you know, most of them died. There's only one surviving yeah. brother now. But, they, you know, they credit black people is where they really got their fucking sound from that mm-hmm. blew them up. And they give proper credit. And it's just, I love their music. So just watching yeah. all of that and how they developed their sound and really got comfortable and where they traveled and everything. It's dope. So watch that. Um I watched a ser- a docu-series on Netflix yesterday called Room 2806, The Accusation. And what it's basically about, I forget his name, but he was about to become the president of France. He was in like 2010 or something accused of rape in New York while, mm. while he was here visiting. And then all these other accusations and shit came out and he's just a motherfucker. And this Ugh. really shows... Um, it's, there's no happy ending really. And it's fucked up to watch. So again, if you're sensitive to rape and sexual assault, you might want to skip this one. It really shines a light on why women don't report sexual assault. If nothing else, it shines the light on that. And it's really fucked up. And it just shows how as a defense tactic they will pick apart the victim oh for sure dig into her life and it benefits them especially when you're a person with power and money you're gonna get away with it and don't be a woman that enjoys sex oh yeah raped because then oh yeah don't be a woman of color don't be a poor woman don't be um a woman period like you're gonna be fucking picked apart and don't have a vagina yeah you're either not gonna be believed or it's gonna be your fault so it's it's fucking crazy it's wild to fucking watch it but anyway he didn't become the president of france after all and i think his career kind of ended after this even though he didn't get the punishment he should have actually not me let me not say don't have a vagina just don't be a woman period yeah um and then a series a docuseries i started last night that is fucking crazy i was in my bed sobbing and just happy sobbing though and was like uh loving science and technology and just where we're at with the advancements in medicine yeah it's called the surgeon's cut and i think every episode is highlighting a different doctor in a different field of medicine the first episode is about a doctor that works in fetal medicine and he was doing procedures on the fucking episode that blew my mind on unborn babies huh yes saved their lives saved their lives was doing it on camera yeah oh my god it was so incredible i was so emotional and crying watching the shit then i watched episode two which was a neurosurgeon who was removing tumors from a man's brain while he was awake 
on the episode. Crazy. It's just incredible. It's incredible to watch that we're just at a place as humans where you can do these procedures and save a fucking life. And these life. people are so smart and so skilled. Yes. It's crazy. And yeah, I'm not going to give any any of it away, but it's just there's there's some crazy shit going on and you have to watch it and I'm excited to go home and watch it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so bye, guys. So bye. It's called The Surgeon's Cut. But yeah, just that first episode fucked me up because it was so amazing. Yeah. The babies. Oh, my that God. That shit is crazy. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Um, we have to say thank you to uh, listener Jenna D. Yes. She sent us do. a fucking box that was huge. And there was nothing in it for me. And I hella started laughing. <laughs> there was me and PP. PP and Crystal got hella fucking presents. Actually, um, my cats, my my fur children and PP. Yes. So it was for our and kids. She did put some scented pine cones up in there, which, you know, I'm all about Christmas. That was such a nice, lovely fucking touch. But it was just so thoughtful. Hella thoughtful she, and sweet. If you don't follow PP, I made a page for PP. It's called Follow PP. <laughs> I posted a picture on there of it, but she made, Jenna made pee a fucking blanket with little avocados on it that look like pee It's so fucking cute, It's dude. a handmade, huge blanket. You could tell she made this shit with love. I could not fucking believe it. I got all emotional. Um, she made that. Her mom made pee some burp, burp cloths. So um, sweet. Handmade burp cloths. And she sent pee like four outfits like what the fuck you did more for her than people that are related to me you know like yeah thank you so so much that was the sweetest gift unexpected couldn't believe it um thank you and there was a present in there for crystal and that was so fucking and sweet it was too my cats and it's the best she made them a little blanky and that this bitch tried to wear like I put it shawl. around like, and she was like it's for your cats <laughs> that's not for you to wear um and a bag <laughs> of toys for them yes. and fuck why are you so thoughtful and cute thank you fuck and then um another listener che torres sent a huge fucking bag of um edibles for my dad and yes thank you and we got other edibles before too um you guys thank you so much because that shit is really helping him he can't he can't smoke so um as far as appetite and shit that's the best way to go and you know for him to comfortably be able to get his appetite up we really have the best listeners man we do thank you guys guys for everything that's it yeah i think that's it speaking of smoke i'm going to smoke okay suck it easy go to bed